0: They're already wet enough, they don't need the attention of the camera. No, they don't need to play it up for them. They're already wet enough. All right, welcome to our second episode of Thirst. Joining me today is Canada's favorite bully, Miss Netta Kalantar.
1: Hashtag insult corner. <laughs> Love you, Sydney. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs>
0: So, today we are going to play a fun little game, then we're going to break down the episode, and then we're going to have one of our lovely straight male friends give us their opinion. He's never watched an episode of The Bachelor, so this should be fun. Let's just dive into it. So, our fun little game is rating the thirst levels of our Bachelorettes. So, like, how thirsty they are. So, the bottom is, like, negative. It's bad. They are parched. They're thirsty for attention. They want Chris's attention. They are doing the most. What's next?
2: Then we go
1: like the middle ground, you know, the adequately hydrated girls. They're good. I mean, they don't need to play up anything for attention on the cameras. They're just—they're getting the attention they need.
0: Exactly, and then there's the girls that are just drenched. They're Ripping wet. Um, and these are the girls that kind of like. You know they, the camera naturally loves them. Chris is into that. Like it's just like things are happening because they're being themselves. So like they're
1: already wet enough. They don't need the attention of the cameras. You know they don't need to play it up for them. They're exactly. already wet enough.
0: Okay, so let's start with. I uh, they
1: really bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really,
0: yeah. Um, okay, let's start with Michaela.
1: Oh. Okay, you say it first, I don't know. I, don't I know. think
0: for me that Michaela's drenched in the sense that I do think that Michaela's is like authentically falling for Chris. I really think that she's kind of like she's owning this experience, like the bachelor experience, and she is saying the right things at the right times, but not trying to hard. She is okay. just she's 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 uh, drenched to me. Yeah, she's
1: I would say she's adequately hydrated, but because she's getting
0: a lot more screen time than the other girls, I would say she's drenched. Yeah, drenched. Okay, right. and then what about homegirl Stacy?
1: Stacy, oh, um, I'd say she's parched just because she's, like, not really getting much airtime or connection with him. She's not really acting parched,
0: but deep down,
1: deep down, the girl is parched.
0: Yeah, she's not really acting parched, but she, like, is... She needs to. Yeah, she...
1: She needs to for, like, airtime. Yeah,
0: she's, like, non-existent. I mean, Katie. Okay, so, going into today's episode, I would say that she's, like... Hydrated, she's good, she's looking good, but now I feel like Katie, like after today's episode, which we'll dive in later, I do want to say that she's a little parched. Oh,
1: parched to the (laughs) max. I think she just thought maybe she was like way on the back burner and needed to really play it up this week, be like really goofy or something, but then it just oh man, it came across way too hard.
0: Yeah, and then Kate with the short hair for me. I, mean,
1: <sighs> I just can't. I can't even put her on a scale. I'm sorry. I'm no, like, I'm not a big Kate fan. I don't fan.
0: know. I don't know. She what just... is
1: it about her? Maybe we'll get into that later. But what is it about Kate? Cause like, I talked to my normal friends about this. I talked to my mom about this. No one. From wait, somebody, wait, sir. wait!
0: I'm not a normal friend. No, you're not a normal friend. Oh my God, you're and like
1: he's... one of the least normal people I know. That's
0: true. That's fair. I'm like I'm as crazy as Kate, probably. <laughs> um. Anyway, Jessie is uh, she's hydrated to me. She's just just good. Again? She's like the athletic one. That's like uh, not a girly girl. That's yeah, like...
1: yeah.
0: She's adequately hydrated. Um. And then oh, your homegirl Megan.
1: Megan. <laughs> mm. uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't speak on Megan. I love her too much. You gotta give me your um, opinion.
0: I think that she's like drenched in the sense that she's good TV, but she doesn't know how good of TV she is.
1: She's just acting herself, exactly. and it comes across so entertaining. That's what
0: it is. Yeah. What about Lindsay?
1: Adequately hydrated. She's leaning a little towards parched though lately. She's like really understanding she needs to get his attention, so she's trying a bit harder.
0: Yeah, 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 I would agree with that. And then last is Brittany, which I mean...
1: Oh, I mean, she's like a mixture of parched and drenched, like... She needs the attention, but she's already got all of the
0: attention. Yeah, I mean, this is like, I, I was listening to another podcast and they talk about the art of reality TV. And they really talk about how, like, some people are just good reality TV because they don't, they're just themselves and they're authentic, like Megan. And then there's, like, people like Britney that just know what they're doing. You but know then what I mean? Again,
1: I do know what you mean, but then, like, who's to say that's not just how Britney is? She's not just, like, a very, like, abrasive, like, kind of girl. And that's just how she is in real life. And again, like, we know people in the pageant world who know her and say she's like this all the time. It's not just on TV. So I got her back a little. I feel like it's just like a weird wall she puts up and it's not for TV. So
0: let's dive into the episode. They're in Porta Plata, Porta Plata, whatever. <laughs> um, and We're Ma- not
1: rich enough to go, so we don't yeah. know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Brittany opens it up with saying this is the most magical place to fall in love, which is like, come on, girl. Like,
1: she Plata. clearly hasn't been to Paris.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh, God. So before we get the date card... Megan is upset at Brittany. She's very mad. She's very, very mad.
1: Okay, explain the situation.
0: So she decides to confide in a rock named Stacy. <laughs> she pulls her aside to the pool, and she's like, hey girl, Like, Brittany is really condescending and mean, and she's here for the wrong reasons. And I'm like, okay, this is interesting, because I love both Megan and Brittany, and now they're going head to head. I'm like, this is where I'm like, ooh, fuck, we're in for a good-ass episode. We
1: got, like, a supposed, like, good versus evil, except I love both of them.
0: Yeah. And
1: it's like, well, Brittany supposedly settled this off of air, and apparently all the stuff she's been spewing out has been off air, so it makes me kind of appreciate her as a little bit of a game player. Like, I mean, okay, hold up. Do we consider The Bachelor a game? Ugh, that's, I mean- what, that's where you got to Figure it out. Is it a game or is it not a game? Because, I mean, if you see it as a game, you can get to the end. You can even get to, like, where you think second place might be so that you come back as the Bachelorette or something, which you end up making more money on if you think of it as a game. Or even if you get the rank, you get a crap ton of money, a crap ton yeah. of, like, things... So, I don't know. You could consider it a game.
0: I do think it is a mix of a game and, like, real emotions. But I think part of the game is, like, knowing when to be vulnerable and when to have your guard up. And you know what I mean? There's, so like, there's a that slow just like roll. But it's like,
1: camera play kind of thing, though. Like, you just know how to play it up for the cameras. Whereas Brittany didn't know how to act up vulnerable for the cameras and give her loving sex. She just knew how to go hardcore gamer.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, I do, yeah, wow, you're kind of blowing my mind right now. The Bachelor <laughs> is kind of a, a game.
1: Like, it legit is a game, cuz I mean, I understand if all of these girls were in love with this one guy beforehand, they put them all in, but it's like you get put into this house with a guy you don't know. You don't know who they're gonna choose for you, so immediately before you're even on the show, you're, you know you're competing against these girls for this one guy. You don't know who the guy is, so it's not like you're in love with the guy, you're yeah. fighting for him. So, it is a game. I think Britney's completely in the right Think He gets a game.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're definitely right. She is, like, winning.
1: But I mean, that's for me. I'm, like, a very
0: cynical person.
1: <laughs> I could never go on The Bachelor. Like, I would walk in there, take one look at the guy, and be like, Nope, I'm good. Yeah, Thank I, you. I,
0: I did not see you on a gloom. Imagine Dude. if they were
1: just like, Ned, you need to go, like, kayaking right now and go fishing. I'd be like, Peace.
0: So this group date is Jesse, Stacy, Megan, and Brittany. The fact that the Bachelor Gods put Megan and Brittany on the same group date—you,
1: need the producers—the
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bachelor Gods. I believe in true love. Um. Anyway, so Chris wants to see their fun and confidence in the ladies. Like fuck you, Chris. I want to see the fucking fun and confidence in you. Like right. Seen
1: anything from this guy? Like it's like if the girls open up to him, they just um. He just starts making out with them because he doesn't <laughs> know what to say. That's all it's been all season. He's like, I want the girls to open up to me. They open up a little bit, they start making out, and then that's it. The yeah. day ends.
0: It is very interesting. So he has them do this Latin style dancing, but can we talk about who he picked? Like Jesse, the ultimate tomboy, the rock Stacy. Megan, who's awkward, and then like Britney, like the Who mom. You know, show. it's gonna
1: be amazing. Yeah. After this.
0: Anyway, the Bachelor Gods, this is like the best group date pairings ever. This is
1: literally the biggest nightmare I would have going on stage and dancing in front of random people. I'm just sitting here during all episodes, like cringing. I actually, okay, okay, hold on. I Googled a word for this episode. This is how it <laughs> describes my feelings. Because I was like, what is the word for like secondhand embarrassment that you get while watching people on TV? Because you feel like it's happening to you. Like, This has happened all my life. Like, what's that movie? Meeting the Parents? Or Meet the Fuckers? Yes. That movie, I just can't watch because I get, like, such bad secondhand embarrassment. (laughs) And there is a German word for it, apparently. Okay,
0: tell it to me. I'm not going to be able to
1: pronounce this right. Frencherman.
0: (laughs) So you feel very Frencherman about this episode. The (laughs) feeling.
1: The feeling of shame on someone else's behalf and, like, okay, usually all Bachelor episodes, I feel like this on these cringe ass dates, but yeah. like this episode, especially with like the dancing and just like everything, I was just like hiding behind a pillow.
0: Yeah, it was really bad. And then you can see Megan's awkward, and then Chris pulls her aside, <laughs> and they have this conversation where she kind of is like, you know, the girls are like, it's like a little awkward. And his advice was just chill. He literally just He's said so deep Just chill Such was an like, insightful Oh man. my god It was awful So then they do this dance, And can we talk About this outfit It looks like They put on leotards Put glue on Rolled around On a sales rack At Michael's <laughs> And then they had Like horse hair Hanging from their asses I was going
1: say- <laughs> their outfits were cute, actually. What? Like, the dancing, no. But, like, the outfits, I was into it. It was, like, it was, like, you know, like, the flavor of, like, what they were trying to do. Oh,
0: my God. No, they looked like fish that were dipped and glittered, flapping out of the water. It was awful.
1: I mean, like, I wouldn't go and g- get, like, food from, like, McDonald's for a batter or something. <laughs> but, like, you know.
0: Yeah, I guess for, like, the Latin dancing, it was good. Obviously, everyone's awful, and then Brittany kills it. So, how do we feel about this? Because...
1: So, this is weird as we're watching so while Anil and I watch we've made like a rule where we don't talk to each other because we don't want to like let each other's like um what's it called like uh
0: skew each other's uh, opinions, opinions right? and
1: stuff yeah we want to hear each other's opinions like just on the podcast for the very first time so as we're watching this they're doing this date and it's just awful and so cringy and as Brittany goes on she's the only one that I'm not cringing at I'm like oh she did really great she's killing it her body looks good her boobs look good her booty looks good and then Chris is just like, I don't like it. Yeah. Like, I was so confused. It was seen so that before. confused. He's yeah. seen that weird face before. But, like, what What made him change all of a sudden? I didn't see the change.
0: Yeah, it was weird. And then the girls are making fun of her. And then I'm like, the joke's on you three girls because you look like crazy people on Tourette's up there. Like, like It's weird. Britney's getting weird at it, and it's making me nervous. Like, at this point in the episode, I was nervous, and I wanted to scream at the TV.
1: Like, you always need a villain, so I get that Britney's the villain, but I don't see her doing that villainous of things. Like, she's killing the dancing up there. Her body looks amazing. I just want to know what the change was in Chris, where he's like, Oh, now I see it? But, like, if her face looks competitive, like, she's a pageant girl on stage. Of course it's going to look competitive.
0: That's true. She, like, when you talk about the Bachelor game, she's playing that girl. She is, like, game on. All right, Alright, so now we go to, like, the, like, group part cocktail party of the date. And we get the ultimate Bachelor Canada face-up. It's Megan versus Brittany. And they're, like, sitting there very awkward. And then Megan is like, you know what, Brittany? i got to bring something up. I don't like the conversation we had. That was, like, not a
1: good When, when did Megan get a Boston accent?
0: Like, I like she's really, like a
1: gangster all of a sudden. I was
0: working on my Megan accent all day, and that was awful. Anyway, she <laughs> brings
1: Newfoundland up. would be embarrassed.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, anyway, she brings up the fact that Brittany's Britney. condescending to her.
1: And she's been, like, apparently really bad off of camera.
0: Yeah, I love when there's off-camera drama.
1: So, like, we were watching the previews, and we thought maybe we're like, oh, like, Megan might be playing, like, the victim a little bit, but then I watched the actual episode, I'm like... <sighs> Megan's right and she's actually standing up to brit but then i'm like oh i like britney so i was like literally stuck in the middle of this whole episode i'm like i don't want either one of them to leave i love both of them they're both so different but like i see both sides almost Uh like i feel like britney's so aggressive because she wants to win and also like she does see this guy she sees a hot guy that she wants to end up with in the end like so what what's wrong with that i feel like it's a Sophie's choice
0: yeah, I mean, it is stressful. It's like an America's Next Hot Model All-Stars with the final two and you don't <laughs> want to pick. That's, if anyone watches that, we can talk about that later. But anyway, so we have a storm off and I like gasp and clutch my pearls whenever anybody storms off any reality TV show and we get a clip of a cameraman and a producer. i feel like they need to do
1: more of that on the bachelor though like okay do you i don't know if anyone watches like teen mom og here but (laughs) you start this thing where they show the producers and stuff and they show like how like the episode forms with like the producers talking the cast and stuff so i feel like that'd be really interesting with everyone having watched the tv show unreal now you know how much producer influencer is so this episode, seeing Brittany go and talk to an, um, a producer, that was actually really interesting. I enjoyed that.
0: Yeah, producer Michael comes out, and he's like, are you going to stay for true love? And I was like... <laughs> "Oh, <Go>, Michael. <laughs> I was like, oh, producer Michael, you're so good. And he's like, why don't you just sleep on it? Why don't you just sleep on it, Brittany? And I was surprised. Like, Brittany was like, fuck this, no.
1: So what, what do you think, like, drove her to go? Do you think she just, like, panicked, or... To me, I feel like she thought maybe she was gonna get sent home that night. So she was like, fuck this, I'm not gonna get hurt. I'm gonna go home myself on my own terms.
0: Interesting. I think that she saw that when all, like, when fucking Jesse sits down and starts, like, going at it. I really liked it when it was just Megan versus Brittany. It was such an interesting dynamic. But when Jesse chimes in, I think Brittany was like, wow, okay, like, now I'm the Shanti. I'm the villain. Like, time to bow out.
1: Yeah, it really clicked for her, I think, this episode. I'm the villain. I'm the asshole here. I can't do anything about it. Everyone's ganging up on me. Um, I mean, I don't know, like, how accurate that is to, like, what she was doing. But, yeah, everyone's ganging up on her. and She just felt overwhelmed, I think. But there was an interesting line where she's like, this isn't true
0: love. Yeah. When she's talking to Michael. I, like, I mean, I don't even know. I was, like, I was, like, my jaw, was, I was, like, so shocked. It was, like, one, there's a storm off. Two, Megan and Brittany are screaming at each other. Three, producer Michael's out here trying to convince Brittany M, the most parched girl on the show, to stay. And then she leaves
1: i never thought britney would leave like that i never thought but it totally makes sense to me now she wants to leave on her own terms i just feel like i mean if she wants to be the next bachelor she just should have stuck it out a few weeks longer
0: yeah yeah yeah. she i, w- I mean it would have been interesting to see what she would have done if she like got some. i don't know i, I felt like we've, we as an audience we were robbed of like a Britney fallout. But I do think a storm off is pretty classic and I can't wait to see what she has to say. But I feel
1: like Chris is almost like lost when she leaves and like he doesn't know what to do with himself. He seems almost like lost with the other girls. Like I think he really liked Britney.
0: Yeah, I think Britney was going to the final two.
1: Yeah, Britney would have been going to the final two. Girl, you shouldn't have, you just stayed. I
0: know. And then (laughs) Megan, this is probably one of my favorite quotes of the whole thing. She's like, Brittany leaving is just, like, a huge monkey off my shoulders. And I'm like, what is a huge monkey off your shoulders? I'm saying that all the time now.
1: Yeah, just, you know, like a new flag thing, maybe. maybe yeah. they You monkey's a moose there.
0: So now that Brittany leaves, it's a huge monkey off Megan's shoulders, and then we go to the one-on-one. Okay, this one-on-one. Can we talk about this one-on-one?
1: Let's talk about he it. She he
0: picks Michaela. and Which, then... I mean,
1: finally. We've been waiting for that. Yeah,
0: she's been kind of, like, in the background, back burner, and now she's, like, f- she gets a one-on-one, but, like, okay, let's talk about this one. He's, like, I think it's going to be big, I think it's going to be romantic. Remember, we're coming off the one-on-one where Brittany just, like, wears that gold dress, she gets jewelry, it was very romantic, and then he's, like, so I just want to, like, take a stroll around Puerto Plata, you know, like, be normal, like...
1: And Roll 6, like, to me, I feel like that's, like, the best date that they've had so far. They're not batting baseballs they're not running around doing physical activities and fishing they're rolling cigars like this is the type of date i want to go on like this is my thing i'm jealous i feel like this is where i would shine like it's almost like i get mad when he makes them do physical activity because i'm like you're not putting these girls like when they had to dance and stuff you're putting them in these awkward situations where they're not acting like themselves so first you're not going to see their best parts of themselves you know
0: but, yeah. like, rolling
1: cig- cigars, that'd be fun for no, me No, oh my down. god,
0: I think this is the worst date ever. There's no, like, he's like, oh, they just walk around, he sweats through another shirt, they look at birds, like, there's, like, no helicopter ride, there's no, like, I was, like, waiting for this build-up. To and then, be fair,
1: yeah, all I was looking at was the shirt again. Again, again, again. with the sweaty shirt. Like, yo, we'll... Black and Sink will sponsor you. Like my <laughs> clothing brand will send you shirts, Chris. Like, you know? Like, the sweat
0: doesn't show through those shirts. You'll be oh good. Oh my god, yeah. And then I mean he's like trying to make it romantic, and he's like, well, that's one thing that would make this date better. I'll tell you one thing that'll make this fucking date better is some romance, and Michaela removing that side braid out of her head. I no. hated the side braid. <laughs>
1: no, 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 no. I like Michaela. I like her eyebrows. I just don't like her with Chris. But I mean, I don't think I like anyone with Chris. Because yeah. he's he should just go to like a, a monastery or something i think I think, <laughs> he, I think he's gotta go to like the apple store and just get like dismantled as the robot that he is yeah he like, is
0: very dry but i mean we'll talk about the breakthrough in a little bit when he has his breakthrough, big breakthrough. um but then there's like the, now i feel like he brings the romance in the night portion of the day and like this is the best Mikhail has ever looked in that high one in that dress mm-hmm. That's like the best I think any bachelorette has ever looked. Really, I was like, wow, this good on, sure. on her. Yeah. So they're talking about their future together and yada, yada, yada. He gives her the rose. And then, like, finally, this is probably the most romantic part of the date. The fireworks go off. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow, I want to stand them so hard. I want to watch their insters every day. Like, I'm finally backing Michaela.
1: Oh so you yeah. finally have a girl that you're really rooting for hey
0: yeah like Chrisala or whatever their hashtag would be what do you think
1: Michaela and Chris McKiss.
0: Chris Chris sounds cool I like Chris okay yeah
1: you guys gotta know what you like I'll think <laughs> yeah. about this after this. I need like another like glass of wine to like be able to get real creative
0: yeah I mean and then she says she's falling in love with him this is the first falling in love this is the first love this is the first L word.
1: Uh, I don't know. How so? Okay, so how long have they really known each other now? Is it like three weeks? Like yeah, maybe.
0: But they have went from Canada to Costa Rica to the Dominican Republic. That uh-huh. you know, they've you know conquered the world. And then he says this is the one the one of the best days of his life. One of the best days the. He also steps out with
1: Britney while he's making out there in the pool. That's true. He's, I okay. feel like Britney leaves and he's like, "Oh crap, gotta go for the next option." <laughs> true.
0: I think he did do a lot of buttering Michaela up, which is interesting because I do think she's gonna go far. I really now I'm like really team Michaela. I think
1: okay yeah because she did really well in the beginning like she was like really like connecting with them, and all of a sudden she just went on the back burner i think they just needed to really show the britney story for a while
0: yeah that's true britney did kind of take up a lot of the camera time yeah
1: now Michael's like i'm here vicious. yeah
0: i'm into it so then we go we get another group date card and this is like annoying me that everybody is on the date card. because now i'm like we're getting a two-on-one he's sending somebody home who's it gonna be and it's not a fucking two-on-one. It's a three-on-one again. And I just hate that everybody gets a date. Like, I know.
1: I've joined your side recently where I'm like, okay, one person should be left to be miserable just for TV sake. Yeah, and I
0: want to hear them be like, what does this mean? Or like, I need more time. Yeah. I need or a Or am I getting
1: stress. a private date? And then, nope, you're getting a sent home.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, I okay. can. one thing that I've noticed is that every time Chris is like introducing someone to the girls he's always like this is my good friend this are my good these are my good friends all these children i met at the soccer field this is my good friend that's <laughs> gonna help us roll cigars it's like everyone is his fucking good friend i'm so over it. anyway we meet his new good friend lena and, what,
1: what are they doing here now date uh, number three is with kate katie and Lindsay. yes right? yes okay,
0: so short hair the lawyer and the young man gotcha um, and then, okay, so, like, they have to, what, make a potion, a love potion, a I sensual... literally don't
1: get this. It feels like they just have to, like, mush some things together and pour it over him while they grind on his lap and give him a lap dance. I feel like that's what they told <laughs> them to do? Because they don't really- what- what did they explain this state as? I don't really get it.
0: I think it was, like, supposed to be, like, sensual Okay, I know whatever. sensual
1: because Katie, like, said it a million times. I was taking a shot every time Katie said sensual. <laughs>
0: I just want to live a life of sense of sensuality about everything. Like, like actually, we should have
1: recorded her. We should, like, take it down and tell you how many times she says sensuality, because that's how drunk I am right now.
0: Yeah, literally. Well, Chris pieces out while they're making their potions. He's like, Lena, deal with these bitches. I'm going to go sit on this wooden chair that your son built in your backyard, and they're going to massage me with chocolate liquid? I don't even... What was that? I but think they've had to make him. their
1: own potions out of what was on that table.
0: Yeah, and then they all just take turns rubbing on him. It was I mean, it was kinda like I mean, it uh, it was I thought it was Like be I just
1: sick. feel like with another bachelor or something he would have been sexier. I don't know what it is with Chris. He just has no emotion and it's like the only thing he can do with these girls to connect with them is just to make out like I can't I haven't seen one like heartfelt conversation where he's shared like something deep from his past and the girl has connected with this as well. True. Like, have we seen that? Have I just missed it? If I have, let me know. I wanna see the scene, but I feel like it's like the girls open up to him a little bit and then he makes out with them and that's just what's happened all season long.
0: Yeah, we don't hear like I mean he ta- I mean he barely talks about baseball to Jesse is probably the most like backstory yeah. we've gotten. Um, so then there's a group date rose, and it's between Katie, Kate, and Lindsay, and then fucking Kate gets it.
1: Why do you think Kate gets it?
0: Because she fucking took off her dress and wore high heels and ran around and rubbed him in chocolate.
1: Yeah, it's, so, so did Britney. She wore high heels and everyone was hating on it.
0: That's true, that's true. I mean, that was a bold move thinking about it. She just took that damn dress off. She was do like, we
1: do we think, though, that like now that Britney's gone, that Kate's going to become the next villain?
0: I mean, based on the passing of the torch analogy we talked about on the lab podca- podcast, about like Shanti confiding in Britney and then... Britney becomes a villain, and then yeah. Brittany confiding in Kate, and then I think she's going to become the villain, but I'm, like, I did not think that she was going to get the rose. I thought that she, this might have been her episode that she went home, because we kind of, like, don't really know a lot about her.
1: Um, another reason, like, why I guess, like, Megan did end up going, um, is, like, okay, I have a question. Is it, I know I understand it's really weird to bring up situations about like the girls in the house to the guy that you're dating. You know, yeah. everyone kind of cringes when that happens like, "Oh, don't bring that up. You're just on a date with him." But it's taking up so much of your energy. You're with these girls all the time. That girl is also fighting for this guy's heart, and you know it's not genuine. So, is it okay for you to bring that up to him? Because I mean, a lot of girls have this season where they tend to talk about the girls more than the guy, or should you just not bring it up? At all. That's my question. I don't know because you're like, you're really in the situation where you're stuck. Like Megan, like she does have all this crap coming at her in the house and it's affecting her, and he can see this, but then it looks bad on her to tell him that.
0: Yeah, I feel like for someone like Megan, who like you can just, her emotions are on her sleeve. Like that girl cannot hide anything. So I think for someone like Megan, it is good for her to get it off her chest, but I just think the way she did it just made her like, it really showed her age, which I hate bringing up, and it just made her look, I mean, I felt really just so bad for her.
1: I know, I can't choose a side, I really can't, because I mean, if Britney was like telling this girl, this guy will never like you, blah blah blah, (laughs) I mean, duh, that would get to me too, I'd be like the least confident person going into this, but like, if Britney is just being that, you know, like really overconfident pageant girl, and these girls are just taking it the... You know, like, taking us way. too much competition, like, the wrong way. We're not there. We can't see it.
0: Yeah, that's true. But I also think, I mean, really, can you be mad at Brittany? Like, he was never picking Megan. He was never picking her.
1: Who was the last episode that was, like, she's not, like, the competition Oh, something?
0: Kate, Kate, the new villain. Yeah, I mean, like, I
1: know that sounds really mean, but it does not seem like he had very much connection to Megan at all. It seemed like she was there because she's, like, a very entertaining person.
0: And then, okay, so it seems like katie drank too much red bulls and two oceans wine because she's batshit crazy (laughs) like she she went from getting this like potential bachelorette edit to like i don't know she just hasn't
1: been very like present in the past few episodes i know this is like my cynical stuff from watching unreal so much but i feel like one of the producers like really pushed like the wine on her this week to make her act a little bit crazy
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm really curious next week to see how her relationship with Chris is going to be affected because he seemed, like, downright annoyed with her today. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
1: He He wasn't into the drunk Katie at all, but I was.
0: Okay, so... Who do you think, like, so next week we get the trailer, which looks nuts. We finally get our, like, montage of all the girls sobbing, and we don't know if it's happy, sad, whatever. And then we find out they drop a bomb on us. They drop a real-life bomb. They don't drop a bomb. They drop a nuke. And they say that half the girls are going home.
1: That's crazy. That's actually crazy. So, wait, how many people do we have left right now? We
0: have six. So the six remaining are Lindsay the young'un, Jesse, the tomboy, Kate with the short hair, Katie, who went crazy this week, The Rock, Stacy, and then my favorite, Michaela.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Are we gonna guess who's gonna get sent home this next week? We think.
0: Wait. So that means three are gonna go home, right? Yeah. Okay, so who do you? Oh my God, that wow. means they're going into fantasy suites.
1: Wait, oh, so three go into fantasy suites. Usually, they so actually bank three different girls. Yeah, like, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, wow. yeah. that's like why half the men get on the show is just for the fantasy suites. No, I'm joking. No. <laughs> okay, like
1: Chris is like a virgin or something. Yeah, what? I mean,
0: I'm curious to see how fantasy suites are gonna play out because he is like, yeah, he should never open his mouth. Yeah. Um,
1: okay. okay, so I see. Stacey going home because they haven't had much of a connection. Yeah, I
0: see Stacy going home too. I could see Kate going home.
1: Oh, Kate, like short hair, Kate. Yeah,
0: I mean, I would oh. be surprised because I do think the final three are gonna be Lindsay, the youngin, Jesse, the tomboy, and Michaela. I can't see Kate like beating out one of those three.
1: I know. I yeah. Like it, it seemed like she had a really strong connection, but then when I look at like Lindsay and Jesse, I feel like they're more his type. But I'm gonna stick to my prediction that he chooses no one because I feel like he's actually a robot and he won't choose anyone.
0: Really, I, I mean, think if it
1: comes down to two, it'll be between Lindsay and, uh, and Michaela. That's the last thing. Really,
0: I mean, I do, but think I think he's
1: gonna go with no one.
0: Wow, I mean, he, if he gets rid of Stacy, Katie, and Kate, and we have Jesse, Lindsay, and Michaela, then I'm gonna be like, I have no fucking idea. I don't know. I don't know. I do. I mean, I really want Michaela to win. Do
1: you, eh? Yeah. I
0: mean, I really I am. Mean, I just like,
1: feel like I'm not invested in anyone. Like, I need someone to get invested in and get invested in them real quick. Someone needs to show me something next episode that's, like, Megan-worthy.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, I've been creeping all their Insta stories, by the way. And nobody is giving me, like, I'm living a happy life and Chris is secretly in the next bedroom. You know how they have to, like, not reveal if they're like, together? Yeah, because
1: I remember remember when Caitlin Brislow finished her season, she accidentally, um, Snapchat a picture of her and Sean Booth in the bed together. Yeah. It was supposed to go to, like, a producer, but she put it out for, like, the public. So, yeah, I've been creeping them, too, but, like... Chris doesn't seem like he has much social media, or have I, like, missed it? I
0: think he has no, like, him, like, in-person has no presence on social media.
1: I kind of like that in a guy. Like, I like that he's, like, not really on there, like, creeping on people. But I wonder if it's just, like, the Bachelor people who have told him not to be on there.
0: Interesting, yeah. I mean, I don't know. None of these girls are giving us any social media clues that they get picked or they get dumped. Like, they're, they're, like... Mikael is just going around shopping. Jesse's parents came to visit her. This is how creepy I am. I know everything. No, about I
1: that. know, I know. I follow a couple of them too. Like Lindsay's, um, like she sings and like plays guitar and yeah, stuff, which like, is amazing. Yeah,
0: Kate is doing travel and like trying to schedule. Calls I think so we just, just like meet new friends. We're like creepy. Yeah. on like social media. The only person I can't bring myself to follow is Stacey because she's just a rock. But I mean, I mean. I just yeah.
1: haven't found her yet. But like, there's a few I haven't followed yet. I feel like like kate i might have a difficult time understanding a little
0: (laughs) (laughs) i just
1: i don't get the kate appeal if someone could explain that to me like i just feel she does like you say britney comes across as condescending i feel like kate is way worse yeah that's
0: true i think kate's gonna be our next super villain yeah
1: give her like another episode
0: yeah Okay, so we're gonna start a new segment called Straight Boy Shooter, where we are quenching our thirst with a straight boys opinion on the Bachelor Canada that has never seen The Bachelor, doesn't know what's going on, but is just watching the nonsense with us. So today we have um a homeless man off the street named
2: Brendan.
1: We paid him five dollars and McDonald's gift cards.
2: Next time I want my intro with like really straight man like hockey lights going like eh, eh. like cheers
1: you're literally about get
2: kicked out yeah i'll stop talking
0: anyway okay so tell us what you thought what are you what are you thinking about our little show
1: so wait hold up this is your very first episode bachelor you've ever watched yes okay Okay.
0: you've
2: been deprived yeah you've been deprived
1: you're gonna be joining us every week so do you what do you think of the concept first off
2: uh i think that the guy should be better looking (laughs) and and the girls should be uglier Interesting. So yeah. you think the
1: girls are way too pretty for him. Could you see yourself actually going on the show as a bachelor and, like, doing all this of falling in love with a girl?
2: Yes, but I feel like I'd be a lot more honest and the, the season would never air. Gotcha, you'd be too unfiltered. I'd be too, yes. Like, I wouldn't do, like, the whole, like, scripted, like, maybe I'm falling for you too. I'd be like, just so you know, uh, on day two, I picked her. And I'm hoping that maybe you guys can convince me otherwise, but for the most part I want you guys to all know she's my front runner because I love her. Oh, you drop the L word dude. Yeah, too. I'd instantly yeah, I'd, tell tell I'd instantly tell them all who my favorite is. And then maybe like week two, how many how many days are there? I mean it's it's however long it takes to find true love. That's not real. Uh, it's like thirty <laughs> days. Uh, and maybe week two I'm like, just so you know, she was my front runner, but now you are.
0: Oh, interesting. Because I've never fell for someone. So you'd be like Abby Lee Miller and have like a dance pyramid, but you don't know what that means either.
1: He has no idea what's happening right now.
0: Anyway, let's... Wait, hold on. Can I say
2: my points? Okay. I also want to mention... more. (laughs) She's really rude. Uh, I also want to mention... You did
1: call me the biggest bully in Canada, okay? You told me
2: that you were the biggest bully. (laughs) (laughs) No, you said you were the most liked bullying. Anyways, shh. Hold on before he cuts me entirely up. Uh, I wanted to mention absolutely freaking lutely who said that. Megan. That was terrible. She needs to be cut. She's gone now. She went home this episode. Oh, perfect. So I got what I wanted. Were you watching? Oh, uh, oh yeah. The girl, Meg was the one that got cut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Her, uh, the reason she got cut? Ears out of the hair. Those little elf ears? No one likes that.
0: Oh. Oh. God. She had very
2: thin hair and her ears were sticking out. Better hair Uh, his neck was too small. His teeth are too small. Uh, and he looks like the guy from my My Met Mother. Those are my points. Well, thank <laughs> you.
0: All the opinions of the straight boy shooter are reflective of the straight boy that we pulled off the street. And not of us. I a don't boss. have Twitter, but I'm on Instagram at BMR Camp Bell. We cannot wait to follow you. Cannot wait. Okay, well, tweet us and hit us up on Insta. Tell us what you like, what you don't like, who you're rooting for. My handle is at Aniel Joshua.
1: Minus at Netta underscore calendar. Make sure you're using the hashtag thirst with a Y.
0: Yeah and um, our episodes are available on iTunes and SoundCloud. We're working to different platforms, but just check us out there for now. Thank you to the six of you that are listening, one being my deaf cousin who says we're great. And my uh, mom. Oh, and your mom listens. Oh, hi, Mrs. Kalantar. <laughs> um, okay, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening, guys.
1: Bye, guys. See you next week, and we're going to have some really special guests on soon, so tune in.
0: Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.